Merry Christmas. Thank you for joining us here at Myers Park United Methodist Church for our two o'clock Christmas Eve service. We are so glad that you chose to spend your time here with us on this special holy day. A special thanks and acknowledgement to those who are in our additional seating over in Francis Chapel and in Jubilee Hall, and all of those of you who are viewing from home, online, from all over the state, country, world. We are so glad that you are here to worship with us on this Christmas Eve. Friends, let us prepare our hearts for worship. Please join us in our responsive reading as we light the Christ candle. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shined.
Friends, I invite you to join me and join one another in our opening prayer as printed in your bulletin. Let us pray in one voice. O God, our Father, you have brought us again to the glad season when we celebrate the birth of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Grant that his spirit may be born anew in our hearts this night, and that we may joyfully welcome him to reign over us. Open our ears that we may hear again the angelic chorus of old. Open our lips that we too may sing with uplifted hearts. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward all. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, amen. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because it belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloth and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. They were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, 
I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appear with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked him where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. 
But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of ye will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. There we go. We got the green. Let's try that again. Friends, here we are. Christmas is here. Christmas is upon us. The gifts are wrapped, hopefully. The shopping is done, hopefully. And now we are here and we come to this time to slow down hopefully, to be joyful and to encounter God who comes to dwell with us. Isn't it ironic that to celebrate the birth of Jesus, we give each other gifts? Nowadays, it seems that gift giving is the biggest focus of Christmas. We all love to give gifts, right? 
Even when things might be a little bit tight, we still make a way to give our loved ones something. But often, we are better gift givers than we are getters, receivers. Have you ever gotten a gift from someone you completely did not expect? Perhaps you hardly even know them. How many of you have gotten a gift for someone just because they got you a gift? Not to mention, if we're honest, we can be pretty picky about gifts. We want what we want, and at times we are disappointed when we don't get what we want. As adults, I think it gets a little bit easier, but I think we can all remember a time when we really wanted a particular gift and were disappointed that we did not get it. Do you remember that feeling? Gift giving and receiving can be complicated. We are often not very good at receiving these gifts and often really just want something in particular. But sometimes the greatest gifts come in the most unexpected, disruptive, and unusual ways. This is often the way that God loves us with gifts that we didn't know we needed. The biggest gift that is always available to us, it's the true gift that keeps on giving, we of course know is Jesus. The word made flesh. It is a gift to the world, a gift that is unexpected, a gift that is disruptive, and it comes in the most unusual way. The Israelites were longing for God to free them from the oppression and hopelessness that they found themselves in. They wanted God to do once again what they had seen God do throughout history. They wanted the dramatic parting of the sea. They wanted the manna and quail like in the desert. They were expecting this God to show up with dramatic fanfare to overturn the Roman Empire. Mary and Joseph, journey to Bethlehem reminds us of the looming Roman authority that demanded a census. These two young teenagers, likely scared out of their minds, they know the stories of old, they know of God's provision, and even though they had been com comforted by the angels, I am sure that they were confused. They were confused at how this baby that Mary was carrying inside of her womb, how in the world would this be the way that God would save his people. The shepherds, well, they were just ordinary people having an ordinary day when the angel of the Lord appears to them in the middle of this dark night and the announcement of the birth of Christ is proclaimed to ordinary people, not people in palaces and of great wealth, but to the normal folks out watching the sheep. 
this was not what the Israelites expected. This was not what Mary and Joseph expected. This is not what the shepherds expected. Nobody expected that God would tear open the heavens like the prophet Isaiah said and come in the form of an innocent child, a child dependent upon the care of his earthly mother and father and community. God's transformative work in the world happens through the vulnerable and the unexpected. Like a child in a manger to teenage parents who have been dislocated from their home. Mary and Joseph's lives were disrupted. They were removed from their places of comfort and familiarity and were sent on this journey, not sure exactly where they would end up. The shepherds encountered God while they were doing their everyday, ordinary tasks. Doesn't this sound familiar? Doesn't this sound really similar to our journey of faith if we think about it? When we truly listen to God's calling on our lives, it will often result in disrupting our normal ways of life. It at times will disrupt us in such a way that we aren't sure what lies ahead of us. But even in the strange, cold, dark stable, the light of the world enters and reminds us, do not fear, for I am with you. God meets us in the everyday, mundane, in the simple. God meets us in the places where we feel disrupted, where we feel like we don't know where we're going. When we encounter the innkeepers, innkeepers of our life that tell us, I'm sorry, there is no room. God meets us in the dark places and assures us of the light of Jesus. It will break forth. God takes our disappointments, our fears, our discomforts, our anxieties, and promises to meet us there. Maybe not in the way that we would expect. Maybe not in the ways that we would hope for. Maybe in ways that seem a little unusual. But God meets us. John Wesley, on his deathbed, when he was saying farewell to his friends and family, he said, the best of all is that God is with us. Hear the good news, my friends. Just as God came to save Israel, just as God came to Mary and Joseph, just as God came to the shepherds and the magi, Christ's birth remind us that God comes in the ordinary. God comes in the messy, dark world and brings light, love, hope, joy, and peace. The gift of Jesus to the world is the gift that keeps on giving.
may we be good recipients of that gift and share that gift of God with us to the world. May it be so. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Friends, as we continue in worship, the ushers will come forward for our Christmas Eve offering. And we are excited that this is a gift that will go directly to our local school partners right here in Charlotte and to Zoe Ministries, which empowers folks all around the world. So friends, let us give with generous hearts tonight.
Please remain standing as you are able as we join in unison for our prayer as printed in our bulletin this afternoon. Will you join me in this prayer? God of light and love, shine upon us this Christmas Eve. And in the year ahead, guide us out of darkness and into your joyous light where shadows are erased, tears are dried, and brokenness is healed by your love. May our lives reflect your glorious love, that others may see your Christmas spirit in us each and every day of our lives. Amen.
church family, may you see God in unexpected and disruptive ways. May you feel the peace and love of God that you feel in this moment. May you feel it every day as you go forth. Go in the peace and love. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.